Welcome to the Roundtable at Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church, a podcast of discussions with substance. Join our staff and leaders of our church as we journey through topics that inform, engage, and inspire the daily life of our church. Welcome to the Roundtable podcast from Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church. This week we're talking with Ozark Mission Project. I'm Abby Maynard, uh, the pastor of Community Ministries. And I'm John Robbins, one of the pastors on staff. Daniel? My name is Daniel Curry, member here at Pulaski Heights, and I'm very glad to be here. And I'm Bailey Faulkner, and I'm a member here at Pulaski Heights, and I also work for Ozark Mission Project. We're so glad that y'all are here today. So you want to just start off with telling us what exactly Ozark Mission Project does? Oh, gosh. OMB does so many things. Um, But the main thing that we do is we build relationships. Uh, We do that through um, doing yard work, building wheelchair ramps, um, painting houses, um, and just doing minor repair work for families all across the state of Arkansas that need it. Um, But we also have youth groups and um, that come from all over the country to OMP to participate in these activities. And lives are transformed and um, ministry happens. And it's one of the most incredible things that I've ever been a part of and I'm thankful to be able to talk more about it today. So how did each of you get involved in this ministry? For me, I think it started when I was in the eighth grade, a very long time ago, and was able to participate as a, as a youth that our church there, growing up in West Little Rock, our church was able to participate in, in that, and I got hooked the very first summer that I was there. Um, but something that has been uh, very enjoyable for me is how you can grow within this ministry as well. Uh, so as a student participating all the way through high school, then on into college, I was able to serve on staff with Ozark Mission Project. And then even uh, growing up as an adult, I would come back and volunteer and, and be able to have a lot of different opportunities to serve within this ministry. It's been, it's been a joy for me for a very long time. Um, I got involved with OMP through my husband. He uh, went as a community builder when through Pulaski Heights when he was younger. And when we started dating, he had all these pieces of wood that he had in his room. And they said, like, I love OMP. And they were signed by all these people. And they like had notes written to him about how much that week meant. And I'm like, what is Ozark Mission Project? And why is your room decorated with all of this wood? <laughs> and so he explained that those are family group gifts and how much OMP made an impact on his life. And so um, fast forward years later, um, there was an opportunity that came up for the executive director um, job at OMP. And I was encouraged by friends to apply for the position. And I was very, very nervous applying for it since I never went as a youth. And I knew nothing about construction. And I sure am not good with tools. And so I was really, really nervous to apply. But I prayed about it. And um, I applied. And I realized that, you know, there's a, a place for everyone and you don't actually have to have experience with tools or building a wheelchair ramp to be able to work at OMP and so thankfully um, I got that opportunity and so that's how I I got involved. I kind of was along similar lines. I had no construction experience when I came to OMP. I actually thought that I was going to be helping over the summer with like games and worship and some of the softer stuff and then I showed up and they're like actually you're going to use a drill and help uh a bunch of middle schoolers build two porches in like three days and it was not what I expected at all and I didn't think I had the skills for it at all but you're right there very much is a place for everybody at OMP yeah both for you know learning new skills and using whatever skills you already have absolutely um, it's a great opportunity for that so what does this mission mean to each of you personally 
I'm getting I'm getting eyes from Bailey, so I guess that means I have to go first. Um, this mission for me has been very impactful in not only my walk um, throughout my life of faith, but also it's it's been one of many things that has helped affirm a call to ministry for me. Um, being able to be in service with people from all walks of life all across the state of Arkansas it's it's very special when you get to finish a project like that and and take your gloves off and shake hands with some of the most dedicated people of faith across the state it's been it's been wonderful to be a part of but for me in particular as I've grown throughout this ministry and grown with this ministry in so many ways that that affirmation of a call to ministry has been the biggest thing for me that I can attribute to this this ministry for sure it's so hard to answer that question of what does it mean to me personally, because it means so many different things at so many different times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what started out as a job um, ended up turning into a, a call to ministry for me. Um, but it's also a community. Like, I mean, through the last nine years, our family has gone through many um, challenges, some excitements, and um, to be able to be in a community that um, is just there for you for good times and in bad times there there's really nothing better um to be a part of that faith community when you know that like you have all these people that are praying with you and for you um but one of the most powerful things um for me was actually seeing our daughter participate i remember when we had the idea of um omp 101 like i mean that was back in the day like when you were even interning Mm -hmm. and michael was working at omp and then to see that idea and that dream become a reality for students that have completed the fourth and fifth grade and now our daughter has participated in that and so for her to be able to talk about her faith and about how excited she is to one day be able to go to overnight OMP and then how how that experience with like just OMP 101 has now like translated into like her experience here at the church and like wanting to serve on leadership and applying to be on like leadership for mid-youth it's just I mean, just as a parent, like there's just really like nothing more rewarding. And then I I don't mean to keep talking, but then just to see both of you, like for like personally to see like how like y'all have grown up in OMP, like you were at my first OMP camp when I just got hired and I was terrified. (laughs) And now like to see y'all now, like in the church that like our family is a member of, it's just, it shows how this ministry really does create future leaders of our church and of our world. And it's just really powerful personally to see that. You know, Bailey, one of the things you mentioned is that you didn't grow up with OMP. I obviously didn't either. My first OMP experience was when I was 57 years old. But uh, with Michael McMurray and others, we spent a week building a wheelchair ramp. And I was incredibly amazed at the work ethic of these high schoolers. Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't say it was hot. Uh, the only time they really took a break was to get a drink of water, to take a moment at lunch, to eat. We had a devotional time at lunch. Uh, and then they went right back to work. I don't know much about tools either. And they would ask me, John, would you go get this for me? And I'd say, now, which one is that? What is it? But uh, And I tried to do my part to pitch in and help, but um, I tended to be more of an errand boy than anything else. But I was so incredibly impressed with how timely they were. They were – they – fully participated in anything and everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even used trigonometry <laughs> to try to figure out how to make the ramp a certain distance to, so it met code. Right. And I was incredibly amazed and impressed with the uh, passion that these young people had for OMP, uh, and even more importantly, for God and for the respective client that they were helping. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a really, really meaningful experience for me. Mm-hmm. And I was obviously an adult 
well into my adult years before I ever had that experience. Mm -hmm. I think that moment, we've mentioned it a couple times before already, that moment of it clicking for a student or an adult alike, mm -hmm. of knowing that they're capable, knowing that they can do this, know that they can be a part of something like this. That was another thing that was mm -hmm. very enjoyable for me, um, students and adults alike, that when that moment of, of spark happens that they've done something that they've never done before uh, and been a part of something bigger than, than themselves. It's, it's, a, it's a great thing to be a part of. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the easiest uh, question then is, do you have a favorite story from OMP that you want to tell? Oh, or one of your favorites? <laughs> Man, it's definitely hard to narrow down. I know that I'm racking my brain right now of all the people that I've met throughout my years involved with OMP. I'm going to, one, one person in particular, was a lady by the name of Johnny Peoples, lived outside of Hot Springs. And Miss Johnny, uh, I was on college staff that year, and Miss Johnny was in need of a wheelchair ramp to get in and out of her home. And it was a very hardy wheelchair ramp. I think we took up the majority of the budget for that <laughs> camp for this one wheelchair ramp, but we knew that, that she needed this, uh, unlike anything else. She was, her stairs were unsafe, the whole nine yards. Um, but her devotion to those, those students that came and uh, assisted her that week was, was a sight to behold. It was, it was wonderful to see her uh, be involved, check on them, offer them water throughout the week that they were there. Uh, and just be a part of it despite being in her 90s. You know, she was just as much a part of that process as the students were. Um, years later, we find out that Miss Johnny has sadly passed away, that Ramp served her very well in her final years, but uh, later on, we find out that uh, throughout the process of her burial, she had this picture on her nightstand. Uh, and that picture, her family was kind of estranged from her and just requested that this picture be a part of the funeral service. But it was that family group that, that built her that wheelchair ramp. Uh, so even though we're only there for five days, four days, whatever it might be, the impact was longstanding uh, for Miss Johnny. So that was a, a wonderful memory for me. Yeah. Um. I'm going to speak about one that happened this week. I immediately always go to, to our neighbors that I, I get to meet and see firsthand the impact that we've made and the, the community builders telling me that story right there like at the mission week of what happened. Um, but this week our, our office, um, our OMP office is located on Durwood here in Little Rock. And um, our OMP 101 community builders years ago um, built a, a blessing box and I remember when they had the idea of building this blessing box next to our office, I thought there's no way that anyone is going to need this. Like, I mean, it's a very, like, you know, kind of a great neighborhood. And um, I just never would have thought that, like, this blessing box would be used. And But I, I was reluctant, but I said, sure, we'll build the blessing box. And so, I mean, for years we've been putting food in it and food has been taken. But, like, since the pandemic, I have seen, like, through the window, like, where I sit, like, families coming and getting food and individuals coming to get food. And so yesterday or the day before, um, I went outside and there was a man named Lenny that um, he was polishing his truck and he was waiting on a meeting. Um, our office is next to AA. And so he was waiting on his meeting and he was polishing his truck. And I, I walked out and he said, do you work here? I said, yes, sir. And he said, well, I just want to tell you that this blessing box, I lost my apartment during COVID and y'all fed me for a whole entire year. And then he proceeds to tell me about how someone wrote a note and asked, what do you need and what do you want? And he put on there about how he really liked Idaho potatoes. 
and and he liked tomato soup. And the next day when he came, the blessing box was full of the tomato soup and the Idaho potatoes. And um, I wrote that note because my mom said to me, like, why don't you ask them what they want instead of trying to figure out what they want? Mm. And that, that was a very powerful thing that wow. has stuck with me. Like, instead of, like, giving people what we think that they want, like, ask them. And it was that simple. It was the tomato soup and Idaho potatoes. And so that is one of the most powerful experiences that I've had lately mm-hmm. um, because now he's giving back to that same blessing box, and he's yeah. putting food in there. And um, it's just sometimes it's the little things as simple as tomato soup that um, make a huge difference in mm-hmm. someone's life. It really is incredible how how even the things that we think we're going to go help someone and do mm-hmm. um, can drastically change. I, uh, when I was my second year on college stuff, we had a neighbor also in hot springs um, who we went out because he needed his handrails replaced on his ramp and we were going to um, sand it and replace it um, as well. And so it wasn't a very labor, you know, a long-term labor intensive job. And um, we had kind of planned for that, but he ended up being this incredible neighbor um, because our kids built the most wonderful relationship with him. He was, uh, he's deaf and he um, didn't have a great way of communicating with them at first, but we found out that one of the kids in our family group actually uh, knew a little bit of sign language because his mom was like a speech therapist. And so he was the person, um, he really sat and made an effort to get to know this man. And we ended up finding out that he had helped build the church that he attends wow. in Hot Springs, um, and that he loves the U.S. postal system because he was a mailman for a very long time, and so he had this big mailbox, and it was so cool to see the way that the kids came in and were at first like, oh, we are not going to be able to get to know this guy. We're just going to stay outside and paint these handrails right. and, and do that kind of thing, and in the end, we almost were having to be like, okay, somebody has to come outside and paint the handrails <laughs> because this. we can't all spend time talking, but it was great to see those relationships build. And, and in the process of that, getting to really talk to him and find out that, well, it wasn't on our list of things that we offer, but his back door had a big hole in it mm-hmm. and it really needed to be replaced. And that wasn't something we had planned for but in the process of just those few days, we came, the kids came back to the church afterward and they were like, hey, he really needs this done. And so we sat down at staff meeting that night and somebody said, I know where we can go get a door. We'll just have somebody come out and we're gonna replace that. And so, and the look on his face when we were like, hey, we didn't plan on doing this, but we see that this is what you really needed was incredible. Um, and it was so hard to leave that project at the end. Um, because we had all gotten so attached and the kids were so sweet and they were tearfully saying goodbye. And I have a picture um, as they all left when they were all signing, I love you oh, wow. um, to each other. That's but awesome. it was one of those things that you just never know what to expect. So um, true. And it's so much more than we ever can expect. Mm-hmm. So for people who want to get involved with OMP and the ways that it can really change your life, how can they do that? Well, I mean, they can, obviously like ask you and ask people at the church Mm -hmm. how to get involved on the church level Um, or they can reach out to me they can contact our office um, uh, our phone numbers 501-664-3232 they can reach out to us on social media at Ozark Mission Project or on our website ozarkmissionproject.org we would love to have people help whether it's stuffing envelopes in the office answering the phone or um, 
providing a meal. I mean, there's so many ways to be involved um, for any age group, and uh, we would we would love to get people plugged in. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the the moment that I want to point out again is that not it's, this isn't just a ministry for youth. This right. isn't just mm-hmm. a ministry for uh, students to come and be a part of, but there are ample opportunities for people of all ages to to come and be a part of this ministry. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, Bailey and Daniel, thank you all so much for being here. Um, we've really enjoyed having you. Thank you all for joining us for the roundtable from Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church, a podcast of discussions with substance. We hope to see you next week. Thank you.